Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in our third episode in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. You know, if you're a guy in the first day or week at the refuge, like, do you have a vision of what you want to be? What do you want to become? Have you ever thought about that question? Do you have a vision in your mind of what you could be? And I think for a lot of us, what's really sad, Austin, is we, we've lost hope that we can even change. Right? We, we've yeah. lost hope that we can even change. But listen, you and I can both speak from experience, Austin. People can change, and we've seen it time and time again. It's, it's, it takes massive intentionality, but I'm telling you, you can change. And it takes different people, different amounts of time to change in, in the ways that, they're, that they need to. Like it, it's knowing, it's more than just saying, yeah, people can change, but it's knowing that people change at different speeds, depending on what it is that they're focusing on. And the guys in the refuge and like with the things that we're talking about here, they're not small things. These are big life-changing adjustments. Yeah. And if we have this expectation that like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to have this small little habit that I'm going to adjust and then I'm going to do it for 20 days straight. And now I'm a brand new person. Like there's not many things that do that for these major addictive issues. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort and intentionality. But if we're talking about, Hey, I want to cut pop out of my diet. That's mm-hmm. something that can change pretty quickly. So it's understanding and having an, an appropriate expectation for w- what you're wanting to change and how long it takes. Mm. So if we're going to compare, like we, we, have, we need to be able to give ourselves some amount of like patience and grace with this. And say like, hey, I changed this habit in two months. I should be able to change this major habit that I've been you know, trapped in for a decade in two months. Like that's just, that's crazy. That's not a realistic thing. Of course, you're going to be disappointed and tired because you're trying to take on something that's going to take a team of people around you to help get to a healthier spot. Mm. So it's, that's the so we we can't use the more beautiful picture that we're striving after as like a punishment because I'm not there right away. It's knowing as long as I'm going in that direction, it's being grateful for where I'm at today, knowing that I'm a little bit closer to that more beautiful picture than I was yesterday. If I chose to do nothing. Yeah. One of my coaches, their mantra is progress over perfection. And I think that's a good summary of that. Like when you're, when you're in recovery, which we all are to some degree, we need to have Mm -hmm. a good mantra as progress over perfection, because if, if you expect perfect, you're going to be disappointed. I can guarantee that focus on progress. Are you, are you, is, can you notice growth? Can you notice, even if it's a little bit, can you notice growth? Because that's awesome. Yeah, that's why hopefully a question that you hear that you can ask yourself is, what am I noticing today that I didn't notice three months ago? It's a great question. And you can ask yourself that all the time. Yeah. So guys who are in second or third phase or even first phase, like what are you noticing today that you didn't notice three months ago? That's progress. That's what you're talking about. That's progress. So when we think about having a, a more beautiful vision for, for ourselves, not just focusing all of our attention on what we're stopping, but also focusing the same amount of attention 
on what we're, what we're actually striving towards, the first thing is to ask ourselves, right? What, what secrets are we holding on to? Because, right, we don't hide things that are beautiful. Um, secondly, what is it that I want to become? And if you don't know, I would encourage this because things will come out. Like, take 10 minutes and go sit down with a notebook and just start writing about it. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Maybe there's somebody that you've met or somebody that you know that they have a picture of a life you'd want to live. Like, that's how life works sometimes. We need a model or we need someone to look up to or someone to look towards. But what, what is it that you want to become is the second thing. The third question, what is it that you really love? What is it that you really love? And again, this is kind of fighting against this sense of purposelessness. I think a lot of us, we just have a sense of purposelessness. We, we don't feel like our life has purpose. We don't, let, we don't feel like um, we don't have a North Star, you know? And I think, I think one of the questions in that that we need to ask ourselves is, what is it that, that we love? You know, me, I tend to focus on what I'm good at. I think some of us, we tend to focus on just what's right in front of us. Rarely do we, do we, do any of us sit back and ask ourselves the question, but what do I love? Right? What brings me joy? And I think that that's a really important question because if we can find something that we love that that really embodies sobriety, then that's going to be fuel to help us stay on the path of being healthy rather than just focusing all our attention on what we shouldn't be doing. What is it that you really love? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then.